Oh my! That's a saucy little beat there, isn't it? Hey, what's up, uh, you dirty fuckers? Uh, this episode of the Sean Boyles Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor.fm. That's where you want to go, folks, if you want to do a podcast. Because that's where I go when I want to do a podcast. Because it's so goddamn easy. They're very simple and easy creation tools make it so it's just the easiest thing to do to put a podcast together and, um, and edit it and do it on the fly. You can download on it onto your phone. You can download it onto your computer, your PC, your laptops, your tablets, whatever it is you want to do. Um, and you can easily just throw a podcast together talking about whatever it is you want to talk about. Anchor provides a free service where they upload it to all the podcast platforms so everyone can hear it. Oh, my God. And if you do it right, you can make money from your podcast, a zero minimum audience listenership. Uh, is uh, a kind audience that is willing to donate to your cause and your podcast so you can make some money. I mean, what better way it is? I mean, what? It's just—it's just so goddamn easy, so simple. Just do it so simple. Get started today. Uh, Anchor.fm. Go there. Get podcasting, yo. I got some dates. I got things happening. I got—it's crazy. What's going on? Uh, just added uh, a bunch of dates within the last few days. Bizarro. Um, coming up uh, this Thursday already. I added a sh- I put out a call saying, "Hey, I want to get on some more shows." And boom, boom, bang, boom. Um, this Thursday, uh, a brand I play. I haven't done the show. I don't know anything about it. I'll be doing comedy uh, this Thursday, the eighth, at Barbary Coast Dispensary in San Francisco. How about that? Uh, Saturday night, uh, the 10th, that's December 10th, Hazard's playing the caravan. That's coming up. That's this Saturday, Hazard's making that noise. Um, just added a show on Sunday in Vallejo, California, at uh, Bambino's Inn. Uh, I've been told I need to do a clean set. <laughs> see how that goes and also just added Monday December 12th I'll be doing comedy at the Fireside Lounge in Alameda it sounds like it's off doesn't it let's see if it gets back on <laughs> um uh, hazards. Uh, uh, where are we at? Uh, dates. Uh, into the new year. Uh, we got that bistro, that downtown Hayward joints at the bistro, the Boyle's Bistro blowout. Miles Weber headlining that month of the bistro, my monthly show in downtown Hayward. Um, January seventh, Hazards playing the Parkside in San Francisco, California. Uh, just added some comedy. I'm coming back to the North Bay. I'll be at Three Disciples on January 27th up there in Santa Rosa. And then we got February 2nd. will be the uh, February's Bistro Blowout. We got Sydney Stregerts headlining. And then uh, Hazards playing the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz on February 18th. Oh, my stars. So much fun, so much things going on. It's really cool. It's cool. And as always, music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast. I don't own it. I don't. I don't have a, a license to use it. I have no copyrights. I have no um, no rights at all to be using the music that you hear on the podcast. So don't try to sue me, because. It'll do you no good. There's a lost cause trying to sue me for um, for music. Stop it.
It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burritos. When I last left you, after I recorded the podcast last time, I had a wild hair on my ass that I was going to go to an open mic. I didn't end up doing that because I started feeling just the slightest the slightest not feeling well just I don't know there was just a hint of ah, maybe I got a thing there was a little little tickle there was a tickle little tickle in the throat and I thought you know what let me just rest uh Wednesday um Wednesday there was nothing happening um I take that back. There was a something that happened. Uh, something that happened. And then there was a show. And uh, oh, well, absolutely. Wait, first of all, first and foremost, welcome to the Sean Boyles podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again this week. Um, I am going to recap my week. I'm going to tell you about some things. There will not be a reaction of the week this week at all. In any way, shape, or form, the 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 charts are bombarded with Christmas songs, and um, I think it's bananas. But Tay 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 holding down that number one spot. Mariah's at number two, but Tay Tay with a real song holding down the number one spot for like six weeks in a row. So let's not react to shit going on there. Um, reaction of the week might be on hold for a, 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 until uh, we can get through the holidays. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let me recap some shows in the week and all intertwined. The, the common theme through all this will be sickness. Kaka feeling feeling gross. Okay. Uh, like I said, little Wednesday, uh, 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 Tuesday, I thought after I got done doing the podcast. And you know what the fuck thing was? The last couple podcasts, maybe, I bragged about how I haven't been sick. I jinxed the fuck out of myself because I got fucking bamboozled with the ick. So um, I was feeling a little weird Tuesday evening. Stay after the podcast recording, decided, ah, fuck it, I'll just stay home. I won't go do this open mic. Um, and then Wednesday, I was, it's been, now weather started to happen. There has been some rain. There's been some caca happening. I, um, it was getting cold. I was trying to do a job. I wasn't, I just kind of wasn't feeling that great when I got up in the morning. But I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't in the mindset of, oh shit, I got a cold. Just that wasn't crossing my mind. I just didn't feel right. Maybe, maybe complete denial. Maybe. Sounds like it. Then, um, I, I, um, I did some work, but not for too long. I just, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go rest. No, that was Thursday. Thursday was, Thursday's when it fucking, so Wednesday, like I said, feeling slightly cruddy, <coughs> but not to the point where I need to call off anything, right? But I have a show at a cigar bar for my man Teddy Wednesday night, so I head out there knowing I'm going to have to deal with (coughs) cigar bar bullshit. Excuse me. I still have a cough that's not going away. This podcast will be riddled with coughing because the more I talk, the more it seems to want to rear its ugly head. (coughs) Man alive. All right, I think I'm okay. Um, 
So, but I got this tickle in my throat going into the cigar bar. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get through a comedy set that I, where I'm yelling and screaming anyway, frying my voice, and then having to deal with the severity, the severity, the severeness, how severe the air was going to be in the cigar bar. I've done a couple of cigar bar shows before. Uh, me and Dave does one a couple times a year at the, the Ohlone Cigar Bar uh, in Fremont. Um, and I've done that a couple of times. Uh, Teddy had another cigar lounge that he was doing in Los Gatos. Uh, I did that once, maybe twice. But now there was this one. There's another one in, in San Jose that Teddy's doing. And I got to say, the worst, the worst air just couldn't see almost. It was like, it was, it was thick, man. In fact, my sweatshirt that I wore that night still smells like the cigar bar. Pretty, um, pretty bananas, actually. Um, but I got through my set barely. There was one part, uh, at one point in the set where I felt the, uh, I felt literally out of breath. I couldn't get through the line. I, I kind of, it petered out towards the end of an uh, end of a, a thing, and I had to take a deep breath, or at least try to, but not too deep a breath. Because if I was gonna take too deep a breath, I'd just start hacking. Because again, I got this tickle in the throat. That's that's just it's it's starting to say, hey, we might be getting sick, you dumb fuck. So, uh, but I got through the show, had a good set. Um, I headed home, and again, it's just it's 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 knocking on the door. I wake up Thursday, I'm feeling a little still. It's not, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to bow down to the idea that I'm getting a fucking cold or something. So I work a little bit, but I'm feeling cruddy enough that I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't be outside. It's cold outside. And and I just, I need to rest. I want to be fresh for my show at the bistro Thursday. So I work a few hours. I go home. I take a nap. I feel okay. But as I'm getting ready for my show, I'm loading up the van, getting the extra chairs and the table that I bring and breaking down the fucking mixer here and getting the microphones and everything and getting my mics, getting everything ready for the bistro. As I'm doing that, I'm feeling the ick. I'm starting to get that ache. I I can just feel it starting to come on. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to go down there and... And try to fucking eat. It was two things that was running through my mind. I'm either going to have to be a dick and act like I am not ill. Or go down there and be, you know, Captain Sterilize and try to let everybody know that I'm feeling sick and I'm going to wear a mask and I don't want to get anybody sick. Hey, everybody stay away. So I chose Captain Sterilize. Um, I actually had some wipes. I wiped everything down. Everything I brought down after I set it all up, I wiped everything down. I wore my mask the whole time. I stayed away from the comics. Um, fist bumps from a long, you know, from <laughs> full full arm extended fist bumps. Uh, and I let them know. I said, hey, I'm not feeling very well. I think I'm getting a cold. And uh, I just want to let you guys know I'm going to, you know, try to stay away from everybody. I'm going to wear a mask, blah, 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 blah. So, and everybody was cool with that and appreciative of that. Um, I don't think anybody got ill from the show. Um, We had Albie Bastida came up from the South Bay. He had a decent set. My man Cedric Drake, uh, who hurt his foot really bad. Um had to sit on a stool and Cedric's a big boy and I had to give him some grief. I said, the stool was crying while you were doing your set. 
And he was yelling at me from the crowd. He's like, no, you you sit on it too, fat boy. I'm like, I don't know, man. I was hearing some weeping. And uh, we were getting some good laughs with that, some back and forth banter, roasting each other a little bit. Um, Holly Shaw had a great set. Um, My man John Gab, who uh, you give John Gab the light, and he will go on another two to three minutes easily. And then um, I gave a guest set to Jason Cole, whose show I was going to be doing the next night. Uh, Let him do five minutes. And then my man Paul Conyers went up there and just ripped for like 25 minutes. Uh, Had a bunch of new stuff that he's working out. And um, for his level of comic, my rooms are perfect for him to work out stuff. Paul's not fucking around going to open mics at bars like... uh, like what I do, he's gonna he's gonna work shit out at you know bar shows that he's headlining, or um, or other just you know show, showcases that he's on that he feels comfortable trying to work out a new bit. Uh, so he's not hitting up open mics like uh, us fucking peasants. <laughs> <coughs> So um, so we have a great show, but as I'm sitting there and I'm trying to run the show and I'm going up there in between the comics and then and, and getting everybody going, I just feel it coming on. I went from feeling like I might be getting a cold as the show started. I went from that level to, holy fuck, I've got the flu by the time the show was over. It went from feeling kind of cruddy to, oh, shit, I'm dying. As I was packing everything up into the van, I was, like, fever. Like, I'm sweating. I The full-blown body ache. Just feeling like dog shit. Absolute, got hammered hard dog shit. I got the van loaded up. I went straight to Safeway. I bought a bunch of soups. I bought some NyQuil. I bought some Robitussin because I knew this fucking thing was going to give me a cough that would last. And um, and some Theraflu. And I went home and I just fucking dosed up on all of that shit. Had a little bit of soup. And then threw down all the medicine. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Are you supposed to do medicine first, then eat? Or are you supposed to eat and then medicine? I don't know. I was hungry. So I ate, which they say if you're hungry when you're that sick, it's a good sign, right? I'm fat. I'm always hungry. It doesn't matter. You're not going to you're not going to you're not going to affect the fat. You're not going to you're not going to do you're not going to give me you're not going to get me so sick that I don't want to eat. Because the fat rules all. I will eat no matter how fucked up I am. There has hardly ever been a time where I'm so fucked off that I don't, you know, I'm turning down a fucking sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to happen. So, um, I just take everything I can take and I crash out. Uh, the wife had come home from her work. No, did she not come home Thursday? Let's see. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she was home that night. She got herself to work on her own. She let me sleep, I think. Yeah, and... um. I just fuck. I slept. I slept all day Friday, like all day. I woke up going, "Oh shit! I, I got a show tonight. I'm supposed to do Jason Cole's sound room in Oakland," and I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I had to cancel that fucking show. I feel like a dickhead. I had to cancel a show. I hate canceling shows. I've done it very, very few times. Um. I've done shows with like 103 fucking fevers, like, you know, just like 
I've done shows and been severely sick. Um, uh, but playing drums, you know what I mean? Like not having to talk and sit back there and cough my head off while I'm playing my fucking little, my little beats. But uh, something about getting on a microphone in front of everybody and having to interact with folks, I kind of felt like I better fucking sit it out, man. I don't want to get everybody sick. So um, I hit Jason up. I said, I'm sorry, dude. I'm fucking dying. You know, after the show last night, thank you for doing a guest set. But after the show last night, I just fucking got hit hard. Um, You know, if you can get me on another show later on down the line, I'd appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, that was that, man. And just for the next, I got lucky, too, with the rain because it was raining on and off. And I got nothing but exteriors right now, which is the stupidest thing doing. So the rain was fucking me up a little bit. Hard to work anyway, but I'm just dog shit sick. So I sat at everything out, man. Just sat home uh, all day Saturday. Just just uh, wasn't doing nothing, man. I didn't do shit until uh, I'd go pick up the wife and bring her home. That was it. That was all I was doing. And I didn't do nothing legit until last night. I went and had Hazard's rehearsal. So from Thursday to last night at about 6 or 7, I had been home only leaving to go pick up and drop off the wife. But I've been home just fucking dying, trying to stay under a rock. And I couldn't sweat it out for some reason this time. I usually try to sweat that shit out. And I read a thing that that's not a thing, but I feel like that's a thing because every time I've done it, I've felt better. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't get hot enough to start sweating to feel like I could, you know, get a fever to break or or, or get the shit out of my system. Uh, it It just wasn't happening. Just kind of kind of crazy. And I'd have to say, this flu, worse than how I felt when I got the Rona. Yeah, that's right. I said it. This flu was harsher than when I got the goddamn COVID-19. The COVID-19 came and went within a few days. This shit lasted longer and hit harder. Especially Thursday night. Thursday night into Friday was the worst. And um, and I still, right now, don't feel 100%. I did go work for a little bit today. It's still hell. It's, even though it hasn't rained. It rained last night, but things kind of dried out enough. I didn't really get much done. Um... So I'm not 100%, and the weather's still making it so, but I'm fucking getting broke. I got to get some shit done. I got to get, I got, like I said, I got, I got one interior, or three exteriors right now. One I'm almost done with, one I got to do a redo, and then a brand new job starting next week. And then there's a bathroom in there somewhere. It'll take me a day. And that's, you know, a couple, couple of dollars. But, man, it's, uh, it's a little rough going into uh, the last, last, part of the, last part of the year here. It's going to be tight, Jack. It's going to be tight. Um, on Sunday, I did, uh, I got a text. I was reminded... That I had uh, signed up to uh, be on a podcast. Um, and, uh, you know, we had a time set to uh, record. The guy was going to record me via Zoom. So uh, shout out to Michael Booth down there in Santa Cruz in his podcast. The uh, uh, I'm Getting There is the name of his podcast. I recorded an episode of his podcast. He basically interviews musicians and comics. Uh, he, Him being a comic himself uh, and a huge fan of music. We talked about music, I think, more than we talked about comedy. Um, but yeah, I set up a little Zoom uh, 
you know, talked to dude through Zoom, and I think it went well. He had some cool questions. Um, I believe that it uh, it worked out. Uh, so that I believe that comes out next um, next Monday. Because <coughs> when I told him I had the, the the show with hazards on the tenth, he said that he's all this might come out on the twelfth. So whatever's. So uh, look out for that. Uh, yeah, I had a good uh, good conversation with uh, old Michael Booth out there. I uh, um, I got I went into went into last week after I finished those shows after I finished especially after the Bistro show and knowing that I was gonna have to cancel um. Uh, canceled that show in Oakland. I was looking at my calendar and I was like, "Oh shit, I ain't got no gigs." Literally had no comedy gigs except for the bistro shows, which are my my shows that I produce. No gigs. And um, be it that I produce shows, I know that comics regularly hit up producers. And ask for stage time. It's it's just it is what it is. That's how it goes down. That's how because sometimes you forget about a dude or or, or a, a, a a person, a females or whatever, a them they's or whatever it is they're talking about. <laughs> I heard uh, I was listening to the Two Bears One Cave uh, podcast and. Uh, the latest episode that came out yesterday and uh, I was listening to that today and they were, uh, <clears throat> Tom Segura, uh, Bert wasn't there, but, uh, he had, uh, Giannis, uh, what's his name? Giannis Pappas, um, filling in as the other bear. And, uh, they were, do they, do <laughs> they went hard on the whole pronoun thing. It was, uh, it was pretty funny. And then uh, Tom told a story about how he uh, has a friend who's at a uh, very, um, very well-to-do uh, university in the psychology department, and uh, he asked him about, you know, well, what do you what do you think about all that? He's all, what do I think about it? I, you know, they ask me to say what they want to be addressed as, and I tell, you know, I address them as they want to be addressed. He's like, yeah, but what do you, as a psychologist, what do you think about it? He's like, I think it's hogwash. I think it's stupid. <laughs> oh, God damn. That's a psychology, a psychologist. So, um, yeah. I'll call you whatever you want me to call you. But I think it's getting a little silly. I know uh, uh, comic uh, Kabir Singh had a had a bit about um, you know a, a gay marriage bit. He's like, oh, oh, gay marriage. Oh, well, where do you draw the line? You men marrying men and women marrying women. When are you going to draw the line on? What, what do you? What's next? People going to marry dogs and toasters? He's like, yeah, that's that's the line. That's where you draw the line. At dogs and toasters, you know, like it's like, you know. but seems like that line's getting blurred too. I don't know, man. It's a weird, weird, wacky times we are in right now. Um, but anyway, I was saying about uh, doing shows and uh, asking to do shows. Um, I don't do that. I hardly ever hit up a show producer and ask for time. Um, I, Casey Williams, who is the, the showrunner out of the shows that I do in the North Bay, I will hit him up because he forgets about people. <laughs> and I know that's the whole purpose, to just let the guy know, hey, you know what I mean? But... um. He, I mean, everybody wants to do his shows though because his shows are phenomenal. All his shows are great. All the shows he produces up there in the North Bay. Uh, Max, which is his newest one, uh, 
he was doing Sally Tomatoes. He's only doing Sally Tomatoes uh, when it's a big artist coming in because he'll get Nationals coming in. I think he's got Christopher Titus coming in here in a minute. Um, so uh, that's, uh, you know, once in a while because it's it, the, the management's changing and they don't want to do comedy like he was doing it every week. Um, I guess it's still going to be Sally Tomatoes or maybe not. It's, it's, it's up in the air. Um, anyway, uh, and he's got a new one. Sounds like he's actually opening up a comedy club or a place that is going to heavily feature comedy. And he's going to be the guy in charge of that. So we will see how it goes up there in the North Bay by my man, Casey Williams. But like he, like I said, he's one of the few guys that I'll hit up and be like, Hey, you know, I'd like to come back up. If you got any time for me, thank you. Uh, and then he hit me up. He's like, Oh yeah, you want to come up on the 27th of January? I'm like, cool. So that's that show. Um, Otherwise, I don't do it. I don't hit up producers. But I did make a post on the old Facebook saying, hey, I don't really got a lot of gigs booked uh, between now and, well, I don't have any gigs booked. Um, you want to uh, you want to book me? <coughs> I'm kind of okay at saying funny shit on a microphone. And, uh, like, bam, boom, bang, which was rad. Um Got like three or four gigs out of that post. So uh, they're all this week. <laughs> but uh, it was cool to, um, you know, cool to put uh, put out the horn, uh, the back signal and, uh, and get some love like that. So uh, not bad. Not bad, folkers. Not bad at all. I, um... It had been a while, so I, since Hellbeard has kind of got back into rehearsing, although we've only had one still, and we haven't had a second one in a row, um, I, I have just enough equipment to sort of have two setups and not have to take stuff back and forth. But I don't have enough equipment to have three complete setups. I can have two full setups and a like three-quarter setup. I was having to bring back a chair. And so I decided, you know what? Fuck bringing back a chair back and forth. A chair, um, uh, a couple of symbols, not even all my symbols. Some, uh, a, f- a few symbols in a snare drum. And the whole idea of, I bought that snare drum a while back. I, I was like, you know what? This is so that I don't have to bring snare drums back and forth either. So, uh, but the snare drum I bought, I like it, but I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's, it's the right snare drum for hazards. I've been using the uh, the Tama Bill Buford uh, signature for hazards, and that seems to be working out better. So that's fine. Now I got my big black, uh, or the big old black, uh, 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 pork pie. Uh, what is that? It's a six and a half by 14. That I use. Um, that's been my main drum. That's the drum I was using for all the bands. And I um, and I bought that Yamaha, thinking that I would use that for hazards. I'll use the wood one for Zed, Bill Buford. But uh, it doesn't have enough bottom end, so the big old black is still needed for Zed. But I also like to use it for for the beard for Hellbeard. I got one more snare drum that I need to fix that might be the one I use permanently for uh for Hellbeard but I got to it's it's fixed I just haven't had a chance to actually use it so um 
we will see about that. Anyway, I'm talking about all that shit because there was a chair I was bringing back and forth. Now, I don't use a normal drum throne, okay? We've all seen the drum throne, the little round little dude with the tripod. I don't use those. Um, especially as I have gotten older and I've gotten fatter. I kind of don't fit on those things. They're too small. I like a big wide seat for my fat ass to be on. And I like a back. So for years, I have been using, I've been using an office chair. Like a Costco with a back on it and wheels office chair. I've been using an office chair for probably 20 years. Um, It just, I, I remember when I still lived at home, uh, the drum, ch- the, the throne I was using for a long time was this, it wasn't even, a, again, it wasn't even a drum chair. It was my dad's welding stool that he kind of made that was a thousand pounds, but it kind of, I sat sort of in a nice spot, but I did sit a little too high and, um, I did get a regular drum chair for a minute. I could never find a nice sweet spot where I felt like I was sitting, but my back was always kind of feeling ugh. Um, and I don't know what happened. Like that chair, like, I don't know, something happened. It got fucked up. I went in the house and I just grabbed the chair off of the desk that was in the house at my mom's. I just grabbed it and then took it outside and put it back behind my drums. And I sat on it and I was like, oh, oh, this is the fucking business, Jack. This is what I need. And I told the old man, I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm um, I'm taking over this chair. I'm using this chair for my drums. And they're like, what? I'm like, it sits in the right spot. It This back is nice. It supports I feel my posture being better. I feel more comfortable. I'm getting less fatigue. My back's not hurting. I'm I'm using this chair. And ever since, I've I've I'm on number 3, I think, of those chairs. And uh the first one, I took the wheels off and I put little casters on it. When I got the second one, I never got around to putting the, the taking the cat the wheels off and putting casters on it, so I just stayed with the wheels. And what I noticed with the wheels that if I sat in the right spot, if I if I was too far away, I was um I was like pushing like I, my feet weren't right because I was pushing away. Because I was too far. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching for the pedals and I'm actually hitting the pedals to the point where I'm actually pushing the chair back further. And if, I, and if I'm up too close, of course, it feels too close and I'm, I'm, I'm choking my strokes and, 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 and my feet aren't sitting right. But if I sat in the right spot, I wasn't going to roll around. My feet were not pushing. They were just hitting the pedals. And and it was fine. It were and it, it's been great. So I kept the wheels on. So the chair that I have now is number. Th- I think it's number three because I believe number two got left somewhere because the band was getting tired of my fucking chair not being able to fold down into the van, especially when we went out of town on long trips. So I think there was some saboteur in and around the all time highs era. There was some saboteur with my chair. It got left somewhere. So number three has been with me since probably 08. And I've been taking it back and forth between San Jose and Oakland. And I finally decided, you know what? Fuck this. I'm leaving a chair in Oakland. I have a chair at Zed's. That is, it doesn't have a back on it, but it is an office chair, and it's just the 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 seat part. That one stays there, and it lives there. 
and I was bringing the chair back and forth for hazards and, um, and, and the beard, I decided to buy a new chair. So I went to fucking Office Depot, and I looked around for chairs. And here's the so there's two reasons why I use the office chair. First of all, it's it's cheaper. That's probably the biggest fucking thing ever. It's cheaper. <coughs> the high end drum chairs that have a back that you know that are made for drums, drum actual drum thrones, they're like. $275. Maybe $250, but $275 to $300 easily for a nice uh, a rock and sock, which is a great chair, but it's fucking $300, yo. Fuck that. I'm not spending that for a fucking seat. I don't need to spend that kind of money. I can go to Costco or Office Depot and buy an office chair for $75, and it's really not that much different. So uh, I found a new I, I found a new chair, um, although there wasn't one out on the floor for me to actually sit on, and that's key. Oh, there was a couple other ones. They just weren't not quite right. But this one looked like it could be right. And uh, I brought it home. I put it all together. I sat on it. I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. I didn't put, so I had the, had the wheels to put in. I had to put the thing together. And I was like, well, fuck it. Maybe I won't put the wheels in. It sits high enough. I won't put the wheels in. Uh, I got it down to, to, to Hazard's room. I set it up. I'm sitting. I can't get the seat up high enough. Without the wheels, motherfucker. So I uh, had to put the wheels on, not a problem. But the back of the seat is just big enough that when I move to my left to get a good whack at the, um, I'm using two floor toms for hazards. To get the lower floor tom, I'm hitting my elbow on the back of the seat. So I might just take that back off and uh, forego needing to lean back on something because it's it it does lean it it leans back really far. That's the other thing too. Like the other chair, chair number three, I have it so that it's it's up close to me and I can adjust it that way so that I only have to lean back ever so slightly and then my back's resting on the backrest um this other chair it's it's like too loungy almost the new one maybe i can bend it i don't know i haven't I haven't really fucked with it yet but there's no way to adjust that back seat because it's prices have gone up since fucking 08 when i bought the last chair so i don't know we will see there is actually a chair inside our fucking. Maybe I can swap that out, but it's a cheaper kind of chair. I feel like that one's gonna. I'm totally thinking about this out loud right now. We do have a chair that is closer in the style of chair number three. That is inside the apartment right now. Maybe I just swap those out. Maybe I just swap it out. We will see. Anyway, new drum chair. I like it, but maybe it's not quite, not quite the right scenario for your boy's fat ass. Uh, <laughs> so, um, like I said, there's not going to be any reaction of the week this week. Um, just because I, the, 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 the fucking charts are a little bananas with all the Christmas shit. So I decided, no, no reactions. Let's just fucking, I could talk through it all. And then um, we will do the earworm, of course, here at the end. Um, one more thing, though. I, uh, oh, uh, next week I'm going to try. If I don't do it next week, I'll do it the week after. I'm going to compile my end of the year uh, top albums that I was digging. Um, 
So uh, hopefully we can do that next week. Um, what else do we got? I think we're about it. I think that's about it. Um, let's do it. Earworm of the week. Oh yeah, let's um, let's take a let's take a beat. Let's take a beat and uh, thank you all for listening to my little podcast. Um. I checked the numbers, you know, the rad thing about the Anchor app is that they do provide, um, you know, they let you know how many, uh, how many listens you got, how many people checked your shit out, and, uh, it's nice, uh, but for whatever reason, it seemed, uh, I got about half the listens this week than I had the week prior. Uh, I've been getting up to like 30, 35. It's fucking great getting up there in the listens. But last week, uh, last week's episode only got about 17. So um, where'd you go? Where did you go? Did I fucking turn you off by talking about Metallica for fucking 15 minutes? Uh, did I... Uh, did I say something disparaging? I don't know. But uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Please tell your friends, tell your folks. And uh, I appreciate you. I know we're getting towards the end of the year, so people's schedules get all goofy and uh, things change up, and then it won't be right till after New Year's. But uh, we will be here keeping on keeping on um i was watching a um a couple things about this earworm came up this week um i was watching a i don't know just i was just going through reels i guess on 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 the gram and um you know how the the algorithm goes and and it'll uh you know, if you if you check something out, it'll um, keep kind of sending you similar stuff, right? So uh, I check out a lot of guitar players playing shit or uh, drummers drumming shit. And uh, I guess I clicked on a guitar player uh, doing this gallop exercise where he was, you know, chugging along on that top string on the guitar going dig it, dig it, dig it. And um, he played a riff that sounded similar to the very first riff in this song. Thus, locked it in in the head. And the old earworm was planted for the next few days. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's Earworm of the Week is a song called Disciple. More or less, it's the title track of this album Although the the song says the line that is the name of this album, even though it's not the name of the song. Ladies and gentlemen, the mighty Slayer and the song Disciple off of the amazing record, God Hates Us All. Be good, keep it dirty, and I'll see you Dick Stains next week.
Fox Stanton Avenue. Brought to you by Blowout Productions.